0: Presume I have to switch it on. Thank you again for us to be here in this church. Um, We're trying to count how many times we've been here. But um, I want to say thank you. Thank you to the leadership for inviting us. We don't want to take it for granted. Um, And we stayed with uh, Craig and Colette and a lovely time we feel blessed and encouraged and we thank God for friends that we have here in Centurion and um, this morning I'd like to talk about restoration um, which is in uh, deep in my heart I, I tried to put it into a book form it's got over 200 pages um just runs through the scripture. When I read, I just find that there's restoration everywhere. I read in Genesis, I find that um, it was a beautiful thing that God did, because the Bible says he created the the man in his own image, and there's an image of God, likeness of God, and then the Bible says uh, God placed the man in the garden of Eden. He placed him there, and I feel there need to be a restoration of people feeling the hand of God placing them wherever they are to be placed by God. each and every member in any church becomes a blessing when he 's being planted by God uh, rather than being invited by people. Yes, people can invite us, but feel the hand of God placing you said you belong here and um, these are some of the things that I feel they should be restored when a man is being told that um, he has to work uh, work in the garden sure. make sure everything is in order in the garden I feel that has to be replaced, um, uh, restored again when a man hears the voice of God, I love the Zulu translation it says they felt and heard the steps of God coming to visit them Um it didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to translate it into in such a way that you can understand uh, and uh, what a blessing for people when they can feel God coming to them and uh, I'm praying that in our days there will be that in our homes at places, even while you're driving you feel God's hand is upon this car God's hand is upon me whatever I'm doing I can feel that God And the Bible says God spoke to them. And uh, our God still speaks. We love to see that happening in us where people don't just say ideas, but they they speak the words of God, what God has said. In the book of um, um, Acts chapter 3, verse uh, 19, if we may go back and read that one, please. Acts chapter 3. That's chapter 3. Now it's time to change your ways, Tend to face God so he can wipe away your sins, pour out showers of blessing to refresh you, and send you the Messiah he prepared for you, namely Jesus. For the time being, he must remain out of sight in heaven until everything is restored into order again just the way God through the preaching of his holy prophets of old, said it will be. Moses, for instance, said, your God will raise up for you a prophet just like me from your family. Listen to every word he speaks to you. Every last living soul who refuses to listen to that prophet will be wiped out from the people. Restoration uh, Dudley spoke about it in his books, um, which were not his books; were his sermons, and uh, he spoke so many times. When he, um, the more than twelve of them, uh, it comes out so many times about uh, this thing about restoration. Um, he speaks about the things that God lost on the way, the things that were stolen, and some of the things that are mostly needed. And these are some of the things that we can look into our own lives, into our own um, church, our congregation life, and see what has been stolen from us, what got lost from us, what is the most needed things within us. And one of the things that you can see from the book of Acts is leadership. Leadership was not um, a suggestion. It was something that God wanted to be there. In any church, we should follow those that want leadership according to God. Biblical leaders, not those that are chosen by people, but those that are chosen and selected by God. And uh, we can see that again in the book of Acts, how they prayed asking God for leadership. We don't just place people into leadership. We pray. We see that with Jesus Christ again, before he could um, select and choose and, and call the 12, that he prayed and asked God um, in that. Don't we make mistakes sometimes? Yes, we do make mistakes, because even Judas Iscariot was there among them. And uh, we do have some of those that uh, will be representing him, even in our days, that are chosen And um, God has selected, and we have allowed them to function, but they've got the same spirit um, of Judas Iscariot. Uh, But leadership is important, and prayer is important. In everything that we do, we have to honor God. He is the one who said, I will build my church. We were not told to build any church, but to disciple the nations. And then as we do that, God builds a church. He's the one, as we're sitting outside there, he's the one who calls people, who invites people and bring them uh, towards himself if we honor him. We have to honor God in everything that we do. Uh, in our village, back in Port Chepstein, as as young boys, whenever we were out from the house going to whatever we were going to do, my dad used to call us, said, hey, come back, come back. And then he used to stand us uh, in front of him and said, hey, guys, I remember um, my name. I am, like our clan is in He said, I am ignored. He's just saying the clan names. He's saying everything. And guys, as you are going out the gate, your names will be clean, but my name will be dragged on the floor. Just remember that. And I think friends of some of the things that got lost in us, as the church, that needs to be restored is honoring the name of Jesus, knowing wherever we go, we represent him. In us, there's a DNA of above that comes from above in us. We have to be those that honor his name. And remember that today, we're not ju- I'm not just Elliot, but I'm a child of God. Faithfulness is needed in the church and sometimes it's no longer there. I'm just jumping some of the things. So I just... Um, remember Joshua, the young man? The Bible said he stayed behind in the tent. Yeah. Stayed behind. When we finish this meeting, when we're done, we need some people that God will speak to them to stay behind. Wow. Um, I grew up in a church where there were so many offers us that stayed behind and stayed. When everything is done, everyone is gone and stayed behind. Stay and do what? And wanting God, hungry for God. Wanting the anointing that fills the house here. Wanting to understand what was being taught. Wanting to grow spiritually and be matured and be strong in God and stay behind. Everyone is gone. Stay behind. Uh, Physically, sometimes it's impossible but there must be something within us that want to stay behind. When there's a meeting, there's something deep down in us that says, I want to stay behind. When everyone is done, I don't want to be done. I want to sit and wait upon God. That is lost among us. It needs to be restored. In the book of Acts chapter 5, remember the story when uh, those two, that family, that couple, um, they got some money they got some money and they, they agreed that they're not going to bring the whole lot to the church <laughs> they agreed on that they got some money honey we're not going to take the whole 20,000 we're going to say they came to church and fun enough the apostles they said is this all I wonder. Perhaps we have lost that of asking. Is this all? Because the moment they said, "Yeah, yeah," you know, so when someone is telling lies, how their eyes become bigger and bigger, <laughs> and, and, and and they want to convince you, this is all. Bah, down, dies. Do I enjoy to see dead people? No. Do I enjoy people telling lies? No. I don't want people to die. I don't want people to tell lies. It's so easy. Uh, maybe not here. Back at home, I am come from Hawick. Our church is in Hilton. Maybe down there. I've seen how people can tell lies. And, and they can convince you. You know, when you tell a lie, you forget. And then I was told also that if you tell a lie, the first one, you must tell the second one to cover the first one. Uh, Until it becomes your (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) Until it becomes your lifestyle just telling lies. The truth, if you're telling the truth, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to to say "Ah, and and fight it. You just said tell the truth. But the one who's telling lies. We've got some lawyers here. (laughs) I'm not looking. (laughs) Yes, concentrating. But then the Bible says there was revival. Something terrible happens and brings revival. Friends, I'm praying for that. That some of us are lying, lying. And, and when the moment I talk about lying, I just think of Abraham, the father of faith. He told a lie. I think of his son, told a lie. I think of the other's grandchildren, told a lie. I think of the sons of Jacob they're told lies. You say something, even if your children are not there, they pick it up because it's in your DNA. They pick it up and end up saying it. Lying in our days should stop and bring back the truth. Restoration. Restoration. Friends, I don't like to have a heavy uh, talking here, but I like us to enjoy and also think in our own personal lives, how can we be restored? Well, you can see me. um, uh, I'm short, and I wanted to lose some weight many times. Uh, I know the Zulus, they don't believe in that because um, to be blessed (coughs) It's more like a good thing, you know. Uh, It it says my wife is taking care of me. But health-wise, I also know that uh, the weight should be a little bit less than this uh, because of the heart and the blood and this and that and stress and so many things, that combination. And so I've decided I will love, I will love. Then while I was... pondering and thinking about this. And then someone gave me a bicycle. I said, yes, this weight is going to go down. They're going to see me. They're going to see me and and pushing this bicycle. I checked the name of this bicycle. It's one of those expensive ones. I said, wow, boy, I'm going to be much better. I'm gonna, be, whew, and the size it's gonna, be, it's gonna be look nice and great and and whatever. I know I know round is the shape. I know that. <laughs> and I, I took this bicycle that I was given. I took it. I tried to ride it. Hey, the chain! You know the chain in the bicycle. Everything is rusted. It's, it's holding on. I said, I'm going to put some oil and all that. When someone battles to remember things, we say he's rusted. Book of Acts, chapter 6 and chapter 7, Stephen is going to die. The Bible doesn't say he took the Bible and then he quoted the scriptures from Genesis up to Revelation. Or he just read the story, the whole history. The Bible says just before he died, he's speaking it. He speaks about Abraham. He speaks the whole history. He goes on. That thing is full in him. Abraham uh, and Stephen was not rusted. When he comes to the word of God, he was sharp, sharp to the word of God. There was no rust in him. He knows he's going to die, but he's full of life. And he's telling them, he's challenging them, you guys, you are the one who have killed the Messiah. And because he had a plan long time ago, he's challenging them. There's no rust in him. We're living in the days where people, they don't take time to read the word of God and feed themselves with the word of God. Most of the people, they depend upon the preacher and upon the television and upon something that they're being told rather than reading for themselves. Ah, Elliot, I read, but I don't understand when I come to Numbers and Leviticus. It's good. Go and read it. It washes you. It washes you. It washes you so that you can't be rusted. How can you use something that is rusted, full of rust, because I look into this bike again, you know, on the wheels they got that silver part. That silver part was no longer there; it's full of rust. Yeah. When you touch it, when you touch it, there's some uh, little things that they come up and sharp, sharp. When when we rusted, we hit other people. Wow. Some things in us we are not aware of them, but the, the moment the people they say something is. Something is poking and, and cutting other people. And most of the people that we meet have been hurt by the church. And those people were hurting others because of the rust within themselves. That's why my mind and my heart, and my oh, I, I'm sold out. I want to go around and talking about restoration. Restoration. Even for those that I hurt can be restored. And the bike itself can be restored. And back to its own condition, full of rust, lost the beauty. The church is so beautiful. We're not supposed to have only the beautiful name. Oh, expensive bike when you see the name, expensive bike. The church is beautiful. The church of Jesus Christ. Beautiful. Come closer, come closer. And see whether you're going to experience that. Rather than just a name. And rust. I said, let me see in this bike that I've been given. I'm so excited about it. I, I, I tested the brakes, you know, the brakes, I tested the brakes. As I was pressing the brake and then one came, just came back. I said, whoa, can't ride this thing, no brakes, no brakes, because it's dangerous when there are no brakes, it's dangerous. At home, by this time, to, uh, just before Christmas, we, we will talk more about breaks at home. <laughs> the parties. Wow. Too many parties at work. Wow. Parties are good, but it's better if you have a, a break. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, friends, this is a fact. I'm not telling Lars. It's a fact Christmas just be the parties and some they bring all these things that we don't normally have. And some people they see the parties and send it's free and you just hoi hoi the whole and hoi everything, and no breaks. No breaks. The breaks they help us to say oh, no no thank you. And you stop before the danger. We don't want in January, then we're crying and asking prayers. Oh, and the wife is crying. Please, uh, brothers, they say, pray for my husband. My husband, uh, something. They don't want to tell the truth. They say something happened. They don't want to reveal everything what happened. That there was no handbrake, nothing. They don't want to say, pray for my husband. I just knew that Christmas time, oh, he won't be coming home early. No handbrake, no brakes. The children, when they grow in a home where there are no breaks, they end up not having breaks themselves. That's why they're getting pregnant right about 13 years, 14, 15. And so early they're getting pregnant. They're not even healthy to do that because there was no he- breaks at home. Everyone just does whatever, whatever they feel like and whatever they want. Oh, my bike. I said, oh, I'm so disappointed with this bike. Beautiful. But full of rust, no brakes. And I was given this bike with a box um, when they gave me. They gave this with a box. I check in this. It's full of cables. This cable and that cable and that cable and that cable. I don't know. What is this cable for? I don't know. And this one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, In English, but not in Zulu, they say cross wires. You you know that. You're busy talking to this person about the things of God. Oh, God was with us. There was a lady that was touched by God. In amazing. While you're busy talking, explaining what God and this person just comes with something else, you know tomorrow the petrol is going out? Cross wires. Cross wires. Can't even read the situation. Yes, we know the petrol, but this is not the time to talk about the petrol. We we thanking God for His goodness. How God touched that some somebody. Yeah. Don't come the cross wires. The too many people that we live with cross wires. Wow. This wire is in the wrong place, and that one is in the wrong place. When we focusing to Jesus, they are busy thinking. Oh, I left that chicken in them. Oh man. Oh, oh! Ah, I forgot to pay the lights. I forgot to pay the... They're busy thinking about cross wires. Cross wires. I look into this bike. You know, it's supposed to have reflectors. You know that. No reflectors. Nothing. It's dangerous. People can bump into me if I was riding this bike and bump into because nothing reflecting, you know. And Jesus says, you are the light. You are. You are that light because you reflect f- f- from, it comes from there to you and you're supposed to reflect. The bicycle's got gears that change and Causes you to to ride faster and with power, uh, and and look at this thing. That that part that select is not selecting, it's not selecting. Most of us we like that. We need restoration where you can select, go slower, go faster. There's no selection. It's just one one key. Why? Wow. As we were taught in 1970, select, select next, next gear. Because the, where you are now needs the next gear. You can't stay on one, go to the next level. Even the way you worship, the way you pray, the way you do, the way you read, the way you are as a Christian. Go to the next level. The next level is waiting for you. Select. Uh, one time I, was, uh, I let someone drive my car. It's got, uh, you have to change up to the feet. Now it's, it stops at four. I'm And the car can feel the car struggling. In my heart, I'm trying to find a polite way to tell him. Go to the fifth gear, please. But you know, sometimes you don't want to hurt someone. You you I'm thinking, Oh my God! I wonder what God says when He sees us on the same gear. He said, "Oh my church, the church of Jesus Christ." Go to the next level, next level, next level. Go to the move, move. Uh, that's the whole reason, again, he said to the Israelites, We've been here too long. It's time to select on, to the next level and move on. I said, Let me try something else before, because I can't ride this bicycle like this. Um, check, check the tires. Um, there's an African's word, but uh, my African's is not too good. (laughs) Pub nut. Ah. A check. No air, nothing. A pump. (laughs) It's going in, but it's not filling up. (laughs) It's going in, but not filling up. I have to take the tube out. I took the tube out and check and check. Put in the water. You know when you check in the tube, put in the water, and there's a little bit air, and you're trying to press, press. And my son is helping me. I found there's, there's a hole. There's a hole. There's a hole somewhere. Some people on Sunday. I'm just coming. I feel so down. I feel so down. I, I just want the pastor, please. <laughs> and the pastor is helping. Is helping. Cause I'm so down. It's been and then you come out. Oh. Service was terrible. Yeah. They had the short man from KZT. <laughs> it's terrible. And you come back again next Sunday. They're trying, they're trying, yeah. trying to pump. They, they, there's no Holy Spirit coming in and taking control. Or find, find what's a problem. Yeah. What's a problem. Some of the other people, they need to just speak the truth. Uh. Oh, why are you down? Why are you down? Why are you down? Where, where, where is it leaking? There's a door that maybe someone has opened, and whatever that it comes in, but it goes out. Comes in, it goes out. Comes in, and every time a person is tired, the person needs someone to encourage. Yes, it's good to encourage. It's good, but we can't encourage one person every Sunday. Is him is Why are you sitting like that by yourself? Oh, I'm carrying so many things. Oh hearing so many things. Oh, trust in the Lord. Uh, encourage yourself in the Lord. And, and next Sunday, same thing. No, you can't. You must go and encourage others also. And must close that door. Close that part. The funny thing is that you know where the hole is. You know where the hole is. And you need to close it. That's the whole reason you need a restoration. Restoration. Because once you close the hole, you can restore. And this bike, I didn't know what to do with it because I can't ride it. I tried everything. Replace it. I spent money replacing that. But still at the end, just more things. Yeah. I look at the, the, the wheel. It goes like this. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It goes like this. I, said, I look at those Brakes, they're supposed to hold it together. They're stuck, they, they, they're not closing, and the wheel is not straight. I said, Okay, let me take it to our friend. He's got a bicycle shop and he's known for riding. He sells these expensive bike, bicycles. I took it to him. He looked at it. He laughed. He laughed. And he's an African guy, and, and I love Africans' people because they tell you the truth. I <laughs> said, hey, Elliot, throw the thing away, man. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought of the 100 rounds and this and that and, and replacing this and that, but I couldn't get it right. And and now I was thinking perhaps he's going to say, I'm going to shine it and take the rust. I'm going to make the wheel straight. I'm going to fix the brakes. You didn't put them properly, and all. I thought he's going to do that. But he says, "Throw it away. It's useless." He does restore bikes, but that one for him was beyond restore restoration. There's some people with their lives, and some have told them that. Forget it. But I'm standing here this morning. I said, my God, the one I have seen, he changes people sleeping on the street. People with no future, no hope. My son is with us here. My son is with us. Elijah is with us. He was abandoned while he was a small baby. The mother left him to die back streets of Pine Town. We had to adopt him. He was lying there. No hope, no future, no parents left to die. Until God brought someone, someone who came by, and he saw, and he took him to the police station. Sorry, guys. He took him to the police station, from the police station to the home, and from that home to Itambalee to home in Devon. That's where we found him, and we felt God was telling us as a family to adopt him. To restore him. A place. Of restoration is always there. For each and every person. This boy. He has traveled with us. More than the other children. He has touched many people's lives. He's been to the states. He's been all over the He has preached, but he was left to die. And God of restoration, God of restoration where there was no life, he brings life. Where the bike and some people, they expect they said it's useless, throw it away. God does not throw anything away. He said, bring it to me, I can restore it. Even this morning, if your life is wasted, your life is beyond repairs. My God, our God that we serve can bring that life back into n- normality. He knows how to fix those breaks. He knows how to bring back the air into you until you are full of the Holy Spirit. He knows how to make your wills, your life to be straight. He knows how to bring back everything and make you shining again according to your name, the Church of Jesus Christ. He knows how to do that. He does that every time. He's a God of restoration. And even this morning, he wants to bring restoration where you live your life knowing that I'm restored back to my life, back to what God had intended for me. If you say yes, take my life, Lord. Take my life. Some of us never, never met uh, parents. They, we don't know they our parents, but God can give you parents this morning. He's a good, good father. He can restore you. Even if you never had that relationship with your parents, he can restore it right now. Because he's a restorer. And he's here this morning. Asking, would you allow me? Bring what is wasted and doesn't look like, doesn't have a shape, bring back. I'll make it into something. Can we stand, please? Don't run away from God. Run to God. If you're carrying things so much that you're carrying, bring those matters to God. For He cares. Even this morning, he says, come. I want to renew you. I want to make you a brand new person. I want you to have the name, yes, but let your life go with the name. As I carry my father's name, you are carrying your father's name. Carry it the way. If you have made a mistake, Lord Jesus, I'm coming back. Would you forgive me? And let me walk in my path. Being forgiven. I love to pray for some people if it's alright. Those that say, I want to be restored. I had a ministry before, but now there's nothing. I had a vision, but I've lost that. I knew where I was going, but I don't know at this time where I'm going. My life is a mess. My marriage is a mess. I've lost hope. I'm just about to pack my bags and go. I'm saying, friends, don't go. Go. Yeah. Go. When God says go, you can be restored this morning. If you don't mind, we love to pray for people who are saying, oh, I want to be restored.